You are listening to Mind and Body Intelligence for Entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Kate Reuter, and I teach entrepreneurs how to optimize their performance, become more resilient leaders, and break through their income ceiling. I will share my experience coaching six, seven, and multi-seven-figure business owners and expose the truth behind growing and scaling a successful business. Here we'll discuss mindset, work-life balance, wellness, and business strategy, and have real conversations about what works well and what doesn't serve us. For the nitty-gritty of entrepreneurial success, you have come to the right place. Hello, and welcome to episode 106 of the podcast. We're going to talk more about resilience today. I've actually done a presentation a couple of times for an ongoing summit on this topic and I get such great feedback from those who attend that I want to share this with you today on the podcast. So the topic is how to become more resilient and I want you to start thinking about this as you're listening. I want you to ask yourself as we get started. What comes to mind for you when I say the word resilience? What does it mean to you? And how do you think the skill of resilience and us developing it can benefit you? I'm also going to give you some practical tips at the end to help you apply this work. But since we're approaching the halfway mark of this year, right? It's almost summertime. I want you to ask yourself, what else do you want to create this year? If you're thinking about creating something amazing in your life or in your business, and if it could be something you secretly desire this year, what is that thing? What is a tangible thing you'd like to create before this year is over because today we're going to talk about resilience and how developing that skill can help you create that thing you want. We're going to talk about what resilience is, why it's important, and how we can use it to help us get more of what we want. If there's one takeaway that I want you to have today, it's that becoming more resilient helps us evolve by giving us greater capacity to rebound from challenges so that we can create what we desire. This work that I do with my one-on-one clients changes their lives. It increases their emotional capacity and it helps them withstand the challenges of growing and becoming the best version of themselves as an entrepreneur. I also want to highlight that this work specifically helped me evolve into a new and better version of myself across the last four to five years. It helped me do what I used to believe was impossible. And I'm going to share more about that in a moment, but ultimately it is what led me to become a coach in this field. Many of you who have been following me for a while or who already work with me know this about my journey, but 10 years ago in 2013, I was diagnosed with cancer while I was pregnant with my first daughter. I was rushed into Moffitt Cancer Center for invasive surgery. I got 13 stitches in the side of my face and I recovered well post-surgery. I ended up delivering a healthy baby girl 
and she is now a healthy nine-year-old. And then less than two years later, I had my second daughter. Before she turned two years old, I was going through a divorce. And in 2017, I was a stay-at-home mom of two young children. I had just walked away from a very different lifestyle and a considerable amount of wealth. It was the hardest year of my life. I moved three times with my two kids. I was the majority caregiver for both of them while I was continuing to receive ongoing treatment for the melanoma that I had. And I was deeply nervous about my financial future and my ability to handle responsibilities on my own as a single mom of two. I had high anxiety. I wasn't sleeping well. I wasn't taking the best care of myself. And despite a past successful career in marketing, I had been a stay-at-home mom for the last four years. And at that time, I was making only $330 a month in a side hustle. I had to downgrade my lifestyle and my cost of living significantly. I went back to school for a bit for a second degree in an attempt to desperately figure out my future. And I needed to figure out my direction in my professional life. I decided to reboot my marketing consulting business at that time, but I was in complete overwhelm. I was literally a hot mess with many rock bottom moments during that time. I just simply felt buried under the pressure and the capacity to handle my stress was shot. I felt on most days that I was crushed under the weight of responsibility. And like I said, I was not taking care of myself. I was not the best version of me. Now this put me in a tough spot because at the same time, I also had this vision of how I wanted my future to look and what might be possible. I had big dreams to get on my feet again, to feel freedom, to have fun, and to love my work. So I want you to ask yourself, what is your ultimate vision for yourself? this year by the end of this year what do you want to create what i didn't realize at that time was that my own brain was the one that was sabotaging me that was affecting my capacity to feel it was making things harder it was me putting myself through the ringer which didn't make any of this easier and in my worst moments i was stuck in compare and despair. I would see other moms that looked so happy and joyful and I just was frustrated because I wondered why can't that be me? This work that I'm telling you today, this work that I'm talking about around resilience helped me turn all of that around. It helped me create new awareness and I now had the tools to help me choose a path that would lead me to greater success instead of sabotaging it. So because of this work in developing my resilience, I became a full-time business coach in 2019. I got a certification by the Life Coach School, which I started in 2020, and I hit my first 10K month as a coach during the pandemic. Now I'm engaged to my fiance. We're building a blended family of six and we'll be married this year. And I tell you all this because I was in a rock bottom place before that. Now, maybe you've been there and you can relate. Maybe you're experiencing something similar right now. Maybe you feel anxiety about your own situation or your business, or you're desperate to figure out what's next. Maybe you simply know that you're playing small in your business and you dream of something bigger or more successful. Maybe you feel defeated or uncertain 
about your business? Well, this is the work that helped me turn it around. And I didn't even know that this was what I needed. But it is the one thing that helped me achieve what I secretly desired but didn't believe was possible. I dive more into this journey with all of the details and vulnerability in the best-selling book that I co-authored, Journey to My Soul. I will drop the link in the show notes if you want to read it, but there's a lot that I put into that book. So if you want to learn more about that journey, you can find it in my chapter in that book. But one other defining moment that I want to share was that during my divorce, I came into contact with a therapist who was also a life coach. Her name is Dr. C. And at that time, she saw how I was playing small. She saw how scared I was. She saw that my self-worth was in the toilet. And I cried to her out of desperation. But she said something to me that I will never forget because she saw something in me that I didn't at the time. And she said to me, Kate, be a possibilitarian. Be a possibilitarian. I've told this story before, but it is so powerful because she saw my capacity to be more resilient and to rebound from this setback and that challenging time, more so than I believed in myself. But it wasn't until over a year later that I finally realized what she meant because she saw my potential. And that is what I now get to do for my clients with this work. We all have this power and this ability within us. So ask yourself right now, what is one thing you secretly desire? And when you finish out 2023, what is that thing you want to have created? Don't limit yourself and stop playing small. Be a possibilitarian. So now ask yourself, how can becoming more resilient help you create that? I'm going to share how. Here's the thing with mindset work or thought work you may have heard. Right, Just this idea of changing our thoughts. It is incredibly powerful work. It takes us a long way. But there is one problem if we only have that. Sometimes we try to hustle our way out of a negative thought loop or force ourselves to try to think something different. It doesn't always work. And it feels terrible. I see a lot of my clients trying to do this. That's when we know we have to take the work deeper and practice developing this resilience. Because becoming more resilient requires us to increase our capacity to feel. And that is different than just thought work. It goes beyond changing our thoughts. I like to think of this resilience as emotional elasticity. We're improving our threshold of resilience. And it's not your fault that you don't yet know how to do that. Because we're not taught how to do this. We're not given the tools to improve our resilience. In fact, we're taught the opposite. We're taught that others are responsible for the way that we feel. We're taught that emotions are something to get past or over quickly. We're also taught by society that there are tons of ways that we can avoid or escape them and distract ourselves from them. The digital world facilitates this, right? Social scrolling, access to Netflix. But this does not work because the more we resist or try to escape an emotion, the more it builds up. It creates pressure. So instead, what we need to do is develop more awareness of these emotions, acknowledge them, name them. And then we can use insights from them 
to help us evolve, to get what we want. Because the bottom line is emotions are safe. They're just a vibration in our body. They are data. But again, we're not taught that. So what do we do with this data? Well, the first place I start is when we consider looking at the dreams or the vision that we want to create. We have to ask ourselves, right, honestly, well, why haven't we created it yet? What is getting in the way? What are the obstacles? For me, during my journey, that time going through that challenge following my divorce, I felt like the odds were stacked against me, that I had it harder than others who are in a similar situation. It was harder for me. I was arguing with reality, and this made me feel defeated, made me feel overwhelmed, and most of the time, frustrated that I couldn't just do what I wanted. That was the data that I needed to deal with. But again, emotions are simply a vibration in our body and we can feel them and still remain safe. Before I had these tools, I didn't know how to do that. And what did that emotional vibration of frustration feel like for me? It felt like a pressure cooker. It was tension that would build up from my lower back all the way up to my shoulders, into my neck, into my jaw. And instead of allowing that feeling, before I had these tools, I would just resist it. And what that led to was tension, a lot of tension, and my own tantrums, (laughs) and my own rock bottom moments, because my capacity to feel emotions fully at that time was limited. This is just what we're taught. We aren't taught that they're safe, we can make friends with them, and that we can get curious about them. But resilience and developing the skill of resilience is about being able to experience the full spectrum of emotions, to fully allow them. And there is a difference between allowing our emotions and resisting them. This is something that a lot of my clients get confused about that we need to help them get clarity on because resisting requires more energy than allowing them. It's actually more exhausting and depleting. And that is what can lead to that feeling of it boiling over and exploding. Whereas allowing the emotion, letting it fully process through our body, helps it dissolve. And then when it dissolves, it gets us to a place where we can release it. So why does this work? Because when that process of dissolving happens, I see this over and over again with my one-on-one clients, it creates space. It makes room for other emotions and thoughts that are more productive, more positive, and that serve my clients better. So the goal of this work, the takeaway that I want you to know is that this is about widening the guardrails of our emotional experience being willing to experience the full spectrum of emotions, both negative and positive, all of them. This is about expanding that emotional threshold, creating that emotional elasticity, and acknowledging that we as humans have a full range of emotions, both negative and positive, and we don't need to be afraid of them or resist them. We don't need to avoid or escape them. This is how we increase our resilience threshold. 
This is how we become more resilient. Now listen, if this feels challenging for you to think about trying, it's normal. Again, we're not taught how to do this. If you're not sure where to get started, or you may not feel safe in doing that, here are some tips that can help. Create a safe space for yourself. So in your home, just give yourself a little bit of time and consider where is there a space in your home where you feel the safest. And if you don't necessarily have that right now, you can create it pretty easily, just a corner of the room or even a chair where you feel comfortable. But create a safe space for yourself and give yourself five or 10 minutes to be with the emotion that you're experiencing. Ask for help, ask for support, and lean on tools. The first tool I'm going to encourage you to check out is from episode 101, and it is the emotional release exercise that I share in that episode. Go check that out and try that. And if you want more help and you want more support implementing this so that you can have the courage to feel any emotion so that you can rebound powerfully from any challenge, this is the work that I help my one-on-one clients do. It gives them emotional elasticity and a greater capacity to rebound powerfully from setbacks so that they can move through obstacles faster and achieve what they secretly desire. So if this is something you want help with, schedule a no-cost consultation. My rates are increasing very soon before the summer, so now is the time to jump on this. In the consultation, I will share more about how I teach entrepreneurs to leverage mind and body intelligence so that they can optimize their performance and break through their income ceiling. I will share with you more about how I use my time curation system to help my one-on-one clients prioritize for profit. I also help my one-on-one clients develop their three-tier business growth blueprint for an effortless sales and marketing strategy that helps them connect more deeply with their audience and better track what's working and what's not. I also teach them five steps to adaptive resilience like we're talking about today so they can rebound more powerfully from the constantly changing landscape of online business. And finally, we generate their unique performance code using their human design to optimize their daily performance and leverage their natural skills in sales and marketing. And if you want to see if you're a good fit, book the no-cost consultation. Don't wait any longer. My rates are going up soon. I cannot wait to see what you want to create. Now go practice that resilience. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Mind and Body Intelligence for Entrepreneurs. If this podcast has been helpful to you and you like what you're learning, please leave a five-star review and subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. And if you want to spread the love, please share on social media, making sure you tag me because I would love to celebrate what you want to create. With passion, I'll talk to you next time.